Welcome to the Free to a Good Home podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me, as always, sipping his little coffee into his little head, is the smallest head in podcasting, Ben Jenkins. Hello, how are you? Good. I miss Snack Report. Yeah, well, you're in charge of that, and if you've dropped the ball on that, that's entirely your fault. I'm trying to be healthier. Really? Yeah. I've never known you to make an attempt at that ever. Here's you, what you happened. You've lived your life as, know, a, as, a, as a slug. I know. I know. <laughs> As a frogman. Here's what happened. I turned 29 and all Happy of a birthday. sudden things had repercussions. <laughs> uh, I remember having this uh, conversation with you every year. Yeah. Oh, around your birthday. You're like, oh, I'm 23 now. God, hangovers. And then it was like 24. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now Got to quit like, smoking. And now it's like. <laughs> and I, 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 I've quit smoking. Mm-hmm. So I've quit smoking for, for six years. Yep. So, you know, applause break, maybe. <laughs> Should we introduce our guest? We should, we should, we should. Can I, can I say what I was just saying this before, what yeah. I like about our guest? I think she has a podcast that is even more unreliable than ours. Yeah, my goodness. Ma- making us seem pretty together <laughs> by comparison. It's Beck Shaw, welcome. Hello, hello, how's it going? We, well, thank we you. We like to uh, welcome all our guests by insulting them. <laughs> thank you. I don't know if that was that several, t- several times before the show as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's a real roasting, a real off-mic yeah, roasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a form of negging. Oh, it's definitely not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, two things I want to bring up. Number one, if you're listening to this, please come to my taping on the 5th of August at the Comedy Store. I thought that was last Friday. I almost turned up. Last Friday? Yeah, I thought it was goodness, like two days no. ago. No, no, my goodness no. What was I doing at the comedy store then? I was just on. Oh, okay. Yeah, not important. You're always on here. <laughs> <laughs> August 5, I'm taping my stand-up special. It's, it's for, for telling stuff, so do come to that. Uh, it's in Sydney. Number mm-hmm. two, guess Hang what? Hang on, how much, where, what's going on? I thought you said it's for Italian stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's for the Italian market. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Hing in Molto Bene. <laughs> Mamma Mia, it's a good podcast uh, stand-up show. It is so racist. I cannot underline how much the Italians hey. like racial stereotypes to themselves. Do you think this is funny? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yep, go on. So, I had a dream the other night. I know dream talk is boring, but sure. I think that, just what do you think this says about what I've, the media I've been consuming, right? Yeah, I had a dream yeah. where I was on the set of a, like a porn parody film of some sort. Okay. And it was a video game inspired one. Yep. And, and, <laughs> and, and a man oh my God. bursts through the front door yep. and he goes, It's a me, a big dick Mario. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's a me, Big Dick Mario. And then I woke up oh. and I don't know what that means. Oh my, did you wake up your girlfriend? You were like, oh my God, I just had the best idea. <laughs> Was it just because you were watching a porn parody? Oh yeah, I fell asleep watching the Mario yes. porn parody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call it to me, Big Dick Mario. Yes. Is there, is there, there must be, there must be some dreadful, hateful <laughs> pornography course. made in, sure. the, in the Mario universe. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to think. That made me sad. Uh, Will we G-spot? Ooh. Ooh. There we go. Okay, carry on. (laughs) Um, Okay, the other thing I wanted to bring up. Guess, guess what I had? Guess what I got to do? That the Mario thing was not a thing I wanted to bring up. It was okay. just, just yeah. came about yeah. on account of the the Italian comedy sure. we're doing. Sure, yeah. Guess what I got to do on on, on Friday? Uh, what did you get to do on Friday? On the Friday, I old 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 little Hing filling in on televisions the feed. Yep. Got to interview the cast of the movie Star Trek. Right. Oh my god. So uh, for people who don't. No, Star how Trek is a program uh, made by Gene Roddenberry. I believe. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a spaceship film. Yeah, um, and so there's a new Star Trek film out, and they sent me to the junket. Now, if people don't know, the junket is basically what they do is they get the stars and the director, and they sit them in a room at a hotel, and they just get 400 million press people to yeah, go. Yeah, and yeah. you line up, and you get five minutes with them, and you get to ask your questions. It and would that. actually be, I think, from from their perspective, a weird like out of body experience. Oh, the first time you did so it. awful. It reminds me a bit of of the. Of Tim uh, at Bat and Guy Montgomery's podcast, mm. the worst idea of all time. Yeah. Is that kind of like at some point you just lose your mind? <laughs> yeah, because everyone's asking the same questions. Yeah, exactly. And anyway, so I, number one, I'm not a film nerd. I'm not a Star Trek nerd. I'm sure. a StarCraft nerd. I can't ask them about that. Though. Different things. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> you should have just done the premise. As if you'd fundamentally misunderstood and you were like, so... Um, Protoss, what's up with that? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to have to throw out the majority of these questions. <laughs> well, well that, that's because I'm just who, filling who, in. Who did you get to talk to? I got to talk to, number one, Chris Pine, not the politician, the movie star. Number Again, th- you could have had... <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, I thought... Well, number two, Carl Urban, not the country music singer. Wow, there's a lot of people who... It could be. He's yeah. the guy... For, he was in Lord of the Rings. Sure. Uh, we had uh, Zach... 
Quinto? Zachary, Zachary Quinto. Quinto. Yeah. Yep. Very good looking man. We also sure. had John Cho from they're Hashtag Star. They're all very good looking men. Very famous good looking men, right? Yeah. And then also the director. But the important thing Who's is... Who's ugly. Yeah. Who is... Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's just a blob. A, a malformed... Green oh. pulsating. It was so upsetting. It's Slimer. Yeah. <laughs> it's directed by Slimer. I mean, if anything, that is a good that that is sending the slime film industry forward. You know, yeah, what I mean? he's doing. He's achieving a lot. Good to see. Yep. Finally, more slime directors yep. in Hollywood. Um, so, how did it go? Did this go to air? Well, well, it has. It goes to well. If it goes there, it's going to go to air on Monday because uh-huh. they, they, I'm filling in for someone called Mark Fennell, who yep. is a proper movie critic. Very into movies. Very into movies. Yep. I am, as I said, not really a movie guy. Yep. But I, li- that is his name. He's literally, literally the his movie title, guy. The Movie Guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. So I turn up and, and they said, now, um, Mark sent us an email saying that you're a comedian. Uh-huh. And they were like, and we just want to be really clear that, that you are not to make any jokes in the, in, in, because we, we don't want any stunts. We don't want any... Uh, uh-huh. And, and, I, and I was like, again, like, I was like, no, I'm just here to do a movie chat. Like, I, I have yeah, no interest yeah. in pulling any stunts. And then you, like, put a down the rubber chicken. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and then the whoopee cushion. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, so I go, I go into the room and the, the, the PR lady is there who said, no jokes. Like, make sure you don't do any jokes. Yeah. Right? And so I'm, it's quite intimidating because they've got all the security guards there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. got these movie stars. There's all these, you know, it, it, you, and you've got seven minutes, and you've got to get like a five minute interview out of that, right? Yeah. So there's not a lot of time for faffing about. So I get really nervous, and I go, "Oh, look! First of all, congratulations on the film. It's it's so good. It's a really great spaceship film. I saw a film about spaceships a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't as good as this one. This is my favorite spaceship film of the year." <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Were they all there? Just yeah, like... all four, the four movie stars are there. The director comes later, right? The four, four movie stars are there. And then Zachary Quinto just leans in and goes, we don't call them spaceship films. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I know. I just... I, oh, hang on, <laughs> hang on, Zachary Quinto. Hang on. What, what do you call them? Like well, sci-fi? I guess. I guess. I guess you... It's a film and there's, it's, it's set on a spaceship. I, I work well, off Quinto. <laughs> You on blast. <laughs> we don't call them spaceship films. I'm sorry. Fuck we don't off. call them spaceship films. Anyway. I'm sorry, Nick. I'm no, sorry. It's, look, you're just, anger is justified completely. Oh, Thank you. Quinto. So, yeah, I got to interview the, 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 the cast of Star Trek. Yeah. I also had to go to a screening. Yeah. And, they, and, and the, they took our phones so we couldn't film the, the film we, on our phones. You know what I mean? We yeah. couldn't do screenings of that. And then the... What was the logistics behind uh, that? Uh, there was a, bi- a bi- big man with a bag. I have a bad experience. With, what, what, not ooh. a bad experience, but I went to see Bad Neighbours. <laughs> Bad Neighbours? There's Zac Efron. Oh, Seth. is that called Bad Neighbours? Or are you thinking of that banner in The Simpsons that George Bush puts up? I think, I think Ben, what might have happened here is there's a movie in America that has a, a title. Yeah. And in Australia it's called Bad Neighbours. Oh. And it was released while you were over there. But I know, I know the movie yeah. Bad Neighbours, or, or as we know it, it was called Neighbours, but then they were like, we have to stick a word in yes. there. Yes, this is the yeah. film I know as Neighbours. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, okay, yes. Bad. They're like, what can we put there? <laughs> bad. Home and Away Neighbours, it's called. <laughs> but bad ones. But we had we had to give up our phones and they just shot, like they gave you a um, like a raffle ticket yeah. that corresponded, but then just <gasps> threw all the phones into one thing. So at the end, it was like lining up. Well, they went through every phone. Oh it my god! You need planned. a system. Yeah, there's no system. It's like when you go to the uh, like a Japanese. Uh, that, that's like the, the classic hack joke. Is when you go to a Japanese restaurant, they make you take off your shoes, and at the end, who knows what shoes you're going to leave with? Ah. Yeah, right. Um, I've or never heard that joke before. You, I really did like a lot of. I'm, I'm glad I could hear. It. Oh, it's in for, it's from my 2011 comedy <laughs> special. No. Well, there is, there, and the reason I know well, about uh, Hing, what happens when you go to an Italian person's <laughs> house? <laughs> Mamma mia! Um, but I was reading a thing the other day. Uh, Obama went to. A mosque during typical. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. During Ramadan, and one of his secret service because you take off your shoes when you go to the mosque. Yeah. Or to pray and stuff. I don't. And one of these secret service guys took off his shoes. Couldn't get him at the end. So there's like photos of Obama walking out of the mosque, and there's just one of his secret service agents looking very serious with sunglasses without shoes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. That's great. <laughs> oh. Anyway, should we should we do this actual podcast? Yeah, unless unless you want to blast Zachary Quinto anymore. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm gonna be honest. They were really grumpy. They were running an hour and a bit. Like, I was fourth. You know who pushed in? You know who pushed fucking right in? Who? I don't know his name, but he's on the television. I think his name is Richard Wilkins. Oh, Richard, Richard Wilkins. Richard Wilkins. Oh Richard God. Wilkins. Yeah. So he's from the Today Program. He is. He's... He turned up late. 
A lot of makeup, let me tell you. Oh my god, the and man, then, the man and, it's, he's more makeup than man. Isn't and, he? and he and he said and he like not sort of pulled the PR person aside. He just sort of said in front of him, "Look, I've got a, I've got a thing to go. Can I just?" Where uh, do you have to be, Richard yeah. Wilkins? Yeah, did not like it at all. Do you know that um, Carl Stefanovic, National Treasure, Carl Stefanovic launched um, Richard Wilkins' book, which was I don't know called I wrote a book for some reason, <laughs> and um, uh, as as you may know, Stefanovic is not uncommonly. Uh, parched and needs multiple mm-hmm. refreshments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to quench that that particular mm-hmm. thirst. And uh, this wasn't there's no footage of this, but it was reported in the paper because press were there that um, that Stefanovic launched the book by saying, "I know three things about Richard Wilkins: great hair, good bloke, massive cock." <laughs> that was oh, the boy. launch of the book, so, and the that's worst. how he pushed in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So this is the podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. Ben, I'm going to start off with this. Beck, this might interest you. This is from uh, Craigslist from the mm-hmm. personal section. It's men seeking men. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we spend a lot of time. Def- yep. Interest me. Definitely spend a lot of time <laughs> in the men seeking men area of Craigslist. This one is entitled Looking for David. Okay. And there's a photo, if you can see, of an old man, right? <laughs> okay. And it says, looking for this man, David. <laughs> And then it says his real name, David such and such. He is a known thief. He stole my van. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. a, I think, a novel use of the men seeking men area of Craigslist. It's technically true. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't a, argue that. It's a very literal person. <laughs> yes. Show me in the rules where it says I can't use this section to hunt for thieves. Specifically, David. A couple of questions. Has this man. Heard of the police? Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows the guy's name. And he has a photo. And he's got a photo and he knows he's a thief and he knows he's stolen the van. And it looks like a photo that David has posed for. So mm. it's possible that they were friends. Yeah, at some point. At some point. And then, like, so many friendships, it was torn apart by the larceny of a van. <laughs> um, well, let me tell you, he knows his middle name. He, know, he knows that much a, about oh, him. So, so there's a lot of info, and yet he's gone. So what this is, this is, I think, a, 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 a what, this is an example of boomers, I assume a boomer, yep. just going in and being like, well, it says men seeking men. I'll get on this. I'm a man. What am I seeking? I'm, a, I'm seeking a man. I would say the most dangerous prey of all. <laughs> Do you reckon that's just like, or it's someone who is like so repressed Oh, that they're like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, my, my van did go missing, so I'll uh, I'll pop on the on the crowd. Oh, look, there's a gosh, there's a lot of homosexuals <laughs> in this particular corner of the internet. Goodness me! He set this up in case someone finds his profile. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. I was, I've got a van. It's stolen. I, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Or is this the or is this the big play in the romantic film to win his ex back? Mm. Explain how. So you know, you know how that's like. It's like go to the airport, hold up a sign. Yep. Go to their house, hold up. No, a no. Box. What, you're, what, you're, what you're describing is a chauffeur. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Do you like? Do you like whenever you get up a plane and be like, oh, it warms the heart. Look at all these people. You see a protest, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> take him back. Look at it. He's made a sign and everything. I, I guess the dispute in the relationship was about fracking. <laughs> Give him another chance, love. <laughs> Man, I mean, wait. So is that not a thing? Going to the going airport, to the airport and being like, "Don't get on that plane" is a thing. How think, how would you do it? Oh yeah, you probably just shout at the he's airport. Confused. <laughs> Two parts of the film Love Actually. I think so. Where the, that is exactly what I've yeah, done. He's like, that is exactly what I've yeah, done. He's where, like, you know how you become a secretary to the Prime Minister? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. In a lobster costume. What you've done is you've just smushed that movie through a weird hing filter and all the plots are... Because there is signage in that movie yep. and there is a kid running to the airport. Yep. Mm, Guys, uh, I am going to sneeze. Okay, ready? Don't disappoint us now. Oh, no. <laughs> You really set us up to to expect this sneeze. So, so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. That was so disappointing. (laughs) I really hope that stays in. Um, My point was, my point was, Ben, that if you go to to watch a romantic comedy film, right, this this could be the plot of a romantic comedy film because a guy, they break up and he wants him back and he goes, the only way I'm going to get him back is by accusing him of a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Does that, mm. Beck, does that work in your experience? <laughs> it's a 
a big it's a it's a big move. Yeah. You've got to admire that. Not for the first time, Michael Hing. I feel very sorry for your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys want? Yes, please. This is taken from New York Craigslist, which means that it was sent in uh, most likely. Um, by hero of the podcast, Miles Porter. Thank you, Miles. Okay, it's called Free Useless Junk. Excellent. Okay. That's also my Tinder profile. (laughs) (laughs) Here is a free bag of paper. That's funny. Somehow, I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) My 10 pound bag of ripped up recycled paper turned into a 20 bag pound bag of recycled paper. I am too fucking lazy and weak to pick it up (laughs) and carry it to the recycle box myself. So instead, I will post it here on Craigslist, hoping that you will come and pick it up. Ha 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 ha. So here is my point. Stop posting free, useless junk that nobody wants. Please stop posting it. Stop! <laughs> Exclamation marks. End of ad. So this is a switcheroo is what it is. Oh. This, is um, this is a Swiftian piece of satire <laughs> uh, that uses exaggeration mm. um, in order to convey a larger point of, of stop posting junk on Craigslist. Uh, do you think it was successful? Beck, were you convinced? Were you persuaded yeah. by this argument? Well, initially I thought it was someone complaining that their boyfriend had left his paper around for too long. Oh. So it really did. It has several layers. Mm. Um, There's no reason it couldn't be that as well, though. No, I think it's just um, a person who should log off Craigslist. <laughs> like, what, can you just stop looking at the ad? Yeah, like, because it'd be there in the title. Like, you wouldn't be like, you wouldn't see, like, obviously the thing that, the thing that has set this person off was an ad for 20 pounds of recycled paper, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That thing has set them off. They didn't need to click on that. That's in the title. Yeah. Like... Mm. They weren't like, oh, that sounds good. Wait a minute. This is just exactly what it says it is. Unless there was some sort of like, they said like, click here, do you want a free fridge? And then it was like, nah, gotcha. Just a bag of paper, you idiot. Free tree, kind of, in a way. In a way it is. Um, I, I, I'm curious about this kind of person that takes to, because this is, not, this is a certainly a genre of posting on Craigslist and Gumtree especially where it's like, it's like meta rants about the service itself, which suggests yeah. to me that there is a real um, like community to Craigslist mm. with like its own kind of um, narrative and characters and things. Well, what, what, is it, what it is is there are, there are admins who aren't doing their job is what it is. Yeah. And these people who, who see that happening, they see the Wild West it is Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> that you and I live in and adore on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. And they get all upset about it because their lives are empty, I guess. You know, have you ever been on the Whirlpool forums? Uh, I spend incredible. a fair bit of time on the Whirlpool forums. So whirlpool.net is a website about broadband issues? Broadband issues, appliances. I spend a lot of time there for the show, for the checkout, because mm-hmm. sometimes there are like uh, good tip-offs and stuff and we can contact people. But the weird thing about Whirlpool is I would say it's like 70% consumer affairs stuff. And 30% grievances with the family court. <laughs> There's a lot of dads on that that want their kids back. Oh, boy. Is, now, is it, a, is it a sad place to be? It's an extremely mm. sad place to be. Oh, boy. There's also, um, like, a, a through line of um, fast food-related mm. people. There's a lot of amazing KFC-related. Oh, what do you mean? What, what's this? Like... There's a couple of guys on Twitter who will post it sometimes. It'll it, people talking about where the best KFC is and stuff like that, and they do reviews. Isn't and... the KFC just it's the same anywhere, right? Oh, Michael, <laughs> you made spoken like a true bloody vegan. <laughs> am I right? What's, what's, what, what are you talking? Because it's all it all comes from the same place, chicken, right? The same gigantic chicken. <laughs> One chicken. They're keeping chicken. alive. It's on the way to Goulburn. He's yeah. Well. <laughs> but that's going to be high quality. It's a franchise, so there's going to be people. Who run it better than other? How much? This no, but how much? How much control? I, I've never worked in a KFC. Have either of you worked in a KFC or a McDonald's or something? No, no. I've worked in a Chickens Plus. <laughs> what what is... the fuck is that? Oh, you're from Queensland. You wouldn't know the. It's like a. It's like a. I'm from Sydney. I'm, I don't know what a fucking Chickens Plus is. Is Ch- it Chicken and Math? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, it goes by many names actually because mm. for some reason it keeps rebranding. Possibly mafia related. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a criminal enterprise. I think it was an offshoot, a splinter group, if you will. Mm-hmm. Of ISIS. Of ISIS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I worked for ISIS. Um, 
no, it's. It, I think it was a splinter group of a Galo. Oh, because a Galo and a Porto, the two big yeah. uh, Portuguese chicken franchises in Australia, they were started by some warring brothers, I think. No, you made that up. Okay. You 100% made that up <laughs> because right. you want it to be true. Yeah, well, I heard that, I heard that from a Portuguese man and I assumed. Did you? Yes. <laughs> What do you... Was it a por- is it a porn parody? <laughs> yes, it's me, the chicken. Do you, do you reckon the world is ready for a, um, a Galo, a Porto, Nando's porn parody? God. Like Nando's is like the uptight, um, rich one. And a then Porto like, is the mm. chilly, the spicy. Yeah, and, and a Galo is like the, the, the like cool street kid. It doesn't need to be pornography, actually. Why it is there just... a kid in it? No, no, no. Like a... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, backpedal. Get in this one, man. The words you said were street kid. It's like, like a street kid, like Tony from, from, from West Side Story. <laughs> Tony from West... How old are they in West Side Story, do you reckon? Oh, At least 18. I reckon they're probably... <laughs> Whatever the legal oh, age legal. is. Yeah. Oh, they're like, oh, man. Oh, I didn't just advocate... A thieved child <laughs> pornography chicken burger. <laughs> oh, nuts. I had a feeling we'd end up here. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's amazing it took us this long. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, hey, Beck, do you have got yes. Hey, Beck, do you have one there? I do. <clears throat> Free beef stew. Ooh. Hello. The photo is the most revolting thing <laughs> I've ever seen. It's a photo of some beef stew, yep. I guess. Oh, that is a, that is unfortunate. Like it's pot. it's difficult to make stew look nice, but it feels like they've gone out of their way to make <laughs> yes. that look like human poo. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, very casual. Today is my birthday, and in celebration of me, my grandmother made me a huge pot of beef stew. Bless her heart, I'm a vegetarian. It smells delicious. If you would like some, please bring mason jar or jars, mm-hmm. and call or text me for the address. There are, there are at least two gallons of stew. <laughs> Hang on. I will delete this post once I run out of stew. <laughs> How big's a gallon? Um, There's Paul Gallon, the captain of <laughs> New South Wales. Sports joke. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I think that might be the very first sports joke we've had on the yes. show. I think Why you bring see... lesbians on? <laughs> <laughs> You can't um, see um, balloons have just fallen from the ceiling. <laughs> the gallon is a unit of measurement. Yeah, mm, skip to the that. end. Hang on, hang on. The British Imperial System, blah, 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 blah. About five litres. There are t- ten litres. Her of- grandmother made ten litres of stew? That's five separate, like, two-litre milk cartons. Sorry, I'm just doing the maths in my head. Yeah, uh, well done, Rain Man. <laughs> that was good. How did you do that so quickly? Five times two is ten. <laughs> That's um, fucking hell, Grandma. Yeah, I mean, how, have you, has your grandmother ever made you stew, Ben? Uh, no. Okay. She no. made you angry? I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think. Maybe that's a, like, gram, like, okay, I, I've okay. never made, my point is I've never made a stew, but if I was back from the depression or whatever, okay. a so depression you, age person, yeah. and I'm making stew, maybe that's the, maybe that's the portion size you make it in. So here's the thing. Anya's babushka um, will make. Is, is that a grandmother? That is a grandmother. Or is that a small doll? <laughs> uh, it's both actually. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, will make, um, cause she grew up under Stalin. So mm-hmm. she makes a lot of food mm. and is extremely stressed that people aren't eating enough when yeah. they're... It's like a stereotype, but in this case, it is 100% sure. true. So whenever me and Anya go to visit her, we will come back with the equivalent of, of 10 litres of stew, but it'll be like pimeni and like what? sometimes borscht. Pimeni is great. It's like a Russian um, dumpling. Oh. Yeah, real good. Is that yeah. in a stew? It's, uh, it's, it's in a, in a broth. Stew? It'll be in a broth. You okay. make it in a broth. And what's borscht? Borscht is like a... Su- How do you not know mm. these foods? Because I... I, I, I what do you mean? How do I not know these foods? Do well, you know I mean, every food? <laughs> Famously, well, that's your that's your claim. Michael Hing knows all the foods. Well, I, I'm just trying to lay it out for people who might not. Borscht is is it tomato or beetroot based? I can't uh, remember. Beetroot, beetroot based. Yes, yeah. both. Do you ever eat beetroot and then get real real sick? Anyone else have, get that? My wee turns a bit red. What? Yeah. Do you? Does your does your <laughs> wee turn? <laughs> do you have that? Am I dying? <laughs> Back, no, it's definitely a thing. Back am I dying? Yes, but <laughs> separately to that, it is definitely a thing that beetroot uh, does. If I eat beetroot, I get re- weird sweats. What? And I get all I get a hot. That's usually being allergic to something. Yeah. Oh, why do you keep <laughs> my, doing this? My th- closes up. I, I can't think of beetroot. When I was fourteen, my friend's dad said to a group of fourteen-year-old girls, "You can beat an egg, but you can't beat a root." Oh. Isn't that disgusting? Was, was your friend's dad Rodney Roode or Kevin Bloody Wilson? I don't. One of them. So here's my question. Read mm. this stew, right? Mm. <laughs> Ten litres is a lot, right? Mm. And it seems to me that the grandmother has given it to this person 
for their birthday mm. and them alone. Like, it's not like happy birthday dinner and your family's here yeah. and we're going to eat 10 <laughs> liters of stew. It's here's 10 liters of stew for you. <laughs> Even if she wasn't a vegetarian, that seems like too much stew altogether. It's a very, it's a terrible present, let's be honest. Like, yeah. I know she's doing her best. But a pot of stew for your vegetarian granddaughter is passive <laughs> yeah. aggressive at the best. <laughs> I put it to you that you don't know your granddaughter very <laughs> <Yes>. well. <laughs> but it is a grand like my nana, um, who's just like very English, will if I go out I went out to a restaurant with her for lunch and I ordered a, a chicken Caesar salad and she told me to order something proper. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon lunch. I reckon a chicken Caesar salad mm. is in the no man's land between mm. main and entree. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it straddles mm. both. Yeah, that's what confused her. She's yeah, like, it's like, it's, um, it's like, ooh, you know what it's like? You know what it's like, guys? Here we go. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. This better not be another sneeze ref. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how Gary Sinise straddles film and television. He's the chicken Caesar salad of actors in many ways. I know Gary Sinise as Lieutenant Dan. Yep. And that is it. And what you'd know him done? from CSI in New York, which is his television thing. Mm. Massive Republican too Is, mm. I once spent quite a long time um, With friend of the podcast Mark Sutton Vandalising Gary Sinise's um, uh, Wikipedia page Did you call him a Republican? Is that what you're referring to? No, you no, no, no I just, I just, I just I, he, He's a Republican But I, that wasn't why he was the target of my, of my vandalism It's mm. equal opportunity you know? <laughs> Also, I don't know who else, who, who else has found <laughs> which themselves in... Democrat, yeah. 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 Which Democrat. Which, yeah. Which, which, uh, Alec Borden, has he found himself in your crosshairs, man? <laughs> <laughs> also, that was a kind of a Sinise re- reference. Oh, yeah, Gary Sinise. Sinise. <laughs> do you reckon he was... Um, <laughs> do you reckon he was teased at school? Hey, he comes Sneeze Boy. And he's like, I'll show you. I'll become a, a Republican. Republican. <laughs> Fight for gun rights. Hing, do you have one? I, I do indeed. Uh, this one's been sent in by Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. And it's entitled Mechanic for Medical Worker in Kingston. As you can see there, there's a picture of some gloves. Oh, it looks That's... like gloves doing the, the sex. Um... Oh, the sex fingers. You know what I mean. the phrase I've ever heard. The, what, what, what would you call them? What would you call what this? What would you call what I'm doing the, now? The, the, the finger and... Unnatural. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's this ring thing. The finger's making a ring. It sounds like this. The fingers... <laughs> the fingers <laughs> make... <laughs> Your employee, SBS Comedy, Beth, referred to this as the best podcast in Australia. <laughs> <clears throat> Mechanic for medical worker, Kingston. No glove... No love. Seriously, though. I don't know. <laughs> now that I've got your attention. Every time I start to reminisce about relationships past, I return to my love for gloves. I've dated a couple of nurses and even, even a phlebotomist. Mm. Sorry, no. medical technologist, that damn vampire. Not sure what any of that means. So for, aren't they the people who draw blood? Oh. oh that makes sense. That damn mm. vampire. Oh, mm. that's- Funny, 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 funny. <laughs> this guy sounds like a catch. And the highlight reel always seems to be focused on the sweet gloves they would give me from time to time. Not those powdered latex or shapeless lunch lady gloves, the nice ones. Anywho, I'm getting older in my early 30s and looking for my one true glove love. Are you out there? Maybe we can get out there together. What the fuck are you so talking confused. about? I think this person just wants a, a hand job in a, with a glove, I think. Oh. I think. But again, they haven't spelt it out. Like, you know, they're, they're just dancing around being like, oh, I'm into gloves. It's like, <laughs> look, what I want you to do, yeah. put on a glove, jerk look, me off. I say this a lot on this podcast, but like Craigslist, you can say that on Craigslist. Mm. I mean, it's not like anyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, this, scandal. Yeah, this isn't like going through census. It's not like letters back home from the front. Like you can just say, jerk me off in a glove. There's like a fucking section for that probably. Probably. This is um, bizarre. Is Kingston, is this Australia or? I think that's in New York. Kingston, yeah, right. New York. Yeah. Fuck. No, this is, this is, I don't know why, but this is making me so cross. I'm oh, very boy. confused. Um, because they're framing it around the idea of love, but it's definitely not love. They just want. Oh. This could just be like, this could actually be. Because, like, all the things, right, none of those powdered latex or shapeless lunch lady gloves, the nice ones. What are the nice ones? Well, I'm just saying that. Oh, not, do you think this is a person just trying to buy some gloves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, it, like, how a glove is shaped doesn't really impact. I've never had a begloved hand job before, but oh, it, doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like this would. Affected. 
I can understand if they were like, oh, those smooth velvety gloves or whatever. Oh, so you but think it's more about the touch and the grip, not necessarily about the shape. I think this person just wants fucking buy gloves, you idiot. <laughs> you don't need to like... Does he understand that you can get products well, what that the... aren't in the profession of the person you're dating? But what is the what, what gloves are there that they're after? Because they don't want the they don't want the latex ones. They don't want the the what do I say the lunch lady ones or whatever. oven mitts. They want yeah. What so what <laughs> baseball what are, gloves? Yeah, what gloves? <laughs> what glove? Is... That'd be a terrible end job. <laughs> <laughs> you know that phrase ham fisted. It's like it's like trying to do, you know like that kind of yeah. literally trying to with giant hams. It's like that but with I, gloves. This so. is so evocative. Mm. Yeah, like, it's very specific, and I don't like it at all. It's, it feels like an expression. Like it's just like trying to jerk somebody off with wearing baseball <laughs> gloves. Mate, no. Deeply erotic. <laughs> Look, boys, I'm not here to jerk anyone off with my baseball gloves, all right? Let's get to it. Do you know what expression Americans don't have but they love? What? Not here to fuck spiders. Oh. oh yeah. yeah. That was like a, if if that was kind of my party trick, which is quite sad. What? Would, a would phrase. You, would, you, would you sort of at, at, a, at a bespoke New York dinner party, you would ding, 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 ding. Everyone, yeah. it's time for the talent show. Yeah. And then yeah, then I get out my recorder. Um, <laughs> I took, took a little star and end with, I'm not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> no, I would. I'd just drop it into conversation. Right. And they'd be like, what does that mean? No, it wouldn't sound like that. But um, And then I'd get to say, that's the thing that everybody says all the time. And they don't really. Um, what, 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 and what, what a huge, great reaction. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you brought it out all the time. They were just like, ah, what? What? No, what does that mean? My, my, my friend and, and yours, I think, Wendy Zuckerman. I refuse to be friends. No, but Wendy's um, Who's now um, working for Gimlet mm. over in um, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about it one night in a bar and she said it to her boss the next day. Um, and Alex Bloomberg from Gimlet. Yeah, Alex Bloomberg. <laughs> and then the next day on her desk, she had a mug that said, not here to fuck spiders. Now, was that something they made? Or did, yeah. Or was it Alex Bloomberg was like, I know a mug guy, I'm going to get one made. Because <laughs> of course he does, because Alex fucking Bloomberg. How cool is that, though? I've said loads of stuff in this podcast, you've never given me a mug with it on it. Yeah. What, what would you like? <laughs> would you want, do you want to, I'm not here to fuck spiders mug? Imagine. No, I'd like a, I'm not here to get a, a hand <laughs> job from a baseball glove <laughs> mug, please. In, in America... If you saw someone with a I'm not here to fuck spiders mug and yep. they were drinking out of it, right? Yep. <laughs> Given that that's not a phrase, in America. does that seem like some sort of court ordered? <laughs> Don't worry, guys. A, I need to make it 100% clear <laughs> that my intention is not to fuck spiders. If there's any spiders in the room, please observe the mug. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I keep coming back to this, this guy. I, I kind of want to reply to this guy and be like, go to a shop. Mm. Gloves.com. Gloves, 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 gloves. <laughs> in the glove district. Have you mm. ever been in a relationship where no. there were like... <laughs> oh, boy. Why to bring it up, man? <laughs> so um, upsetting. Where there were like um, like perks in terms of what that other person did? Oh, let me think. No. I've dated nothing but idiots and losers the whole time. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm, bring, I'm, bring, I'm bringing the goods, yeah. getting free tickets to shows. Well, hang on. Getting... There's, there's shows that you're in. Yeah, not important. <laughs> and that, oh, God, we'd be terrible to date. Like, how, how do either no. of us have significant others? It's not, no, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get through. Do you know, by the way, that your girlfriend oh, is boy. like actually making a concerted effort to steal my wife? She's doing a lot of weird stuff. Look, I don't, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not happy about it. Like, I know steal implies sort of ownership and that's bad, but like... Mm. That's the least problematic thing that's happening here, I just want to say. And so she should. I'm on, I'm on her team. Please stop trying to make my wife leave me, both of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty agnostic in this band, to be honest. I'm about feminism, so uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that and involves helping women steal men's wives. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. sure. Just, has, has, has Hum made it, has, has Hum, my girlfriend, yeah. has she made it clear why she wants to steal your wife? Because she's your inferior. Yeah, because right. she thinks that I'm, she sent me a message completely out of the blue the other day. Oh, boy. That said, that just said, um, pathetic. <laughs> I feel bad. You're t- almost too easy to cuck. And I wasn't in relation to anything. She just sent me a message saying that. It ruined my day. I, look, I'm not here. To, I, I'm not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> I. Oh my god. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm getting a little bit sick of having to defend my girlfriend's cra- like insanity all the time. Sure. I, I think she's probably getting sick of defending yours. No, I'm. I'm the. In the, the relationship. Rock? Oh my god. I'm the mm. I'm the stable able. 
That's not a phrase. No. <laughs> hey, you're, stable cable. I'm not here to fuck a stable cable. <laughs> your one of your glasses is, yep. so, is so foggy, and I don't know how that could happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't wear glasses, but it's like it's like your left eyeball is in a sauna. I was. Uh, I was it's the ghost of left eye Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> you have been visited by the ghost of left eye Lopez. A bountiful oh. harvest we get this season. Oh, oh my good goodness! Do you guys? Do you guys want one? Yes. Okay, this Great. is taken um, from the city of Toronto in the for sale section. Bicycles mm-hmm. uh, and it's stolen bike. One dollar. <laughs> Someone broke into my house and stole my bike. If I find you, I will maim you for life. I was in the military for nine years and got paid to kill people. Yep. You return my bike to Jones and Jared. I assume that's like a street. Mm-hmm. And I won't kill you. Just leave my bike inside the red gate. If you see, if I see my bike, I lock it up and will wait for you and probably kill you. Hang on. <laughs> I don't think like he's... A, this doesn't sound like a very good deal at all. <laughs> I don't think he's selling the bike at all. <laughs> Hang on. What do you reckon that $1 refers to? <laughs> Just leave my bike inside the red gate. If I see my bike, I lock it up and will wait for you and probably kill you. <laughs> that's, that's a very... That's definitely not going to have get someone to bring you the bike. Yeah, I'm keeping the bike. Yeah. <laughs> There's no scenario in this. Either way, he's going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd and, rather and, die doing what I love, which <laughs> is stealing bikes. <laughs> Not giving back bikes. That's what I hate. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, there's like, if I'm running this through as kind of like in game theory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there is one outcome where I don't get killed possibly. And that's mm. where you flee Toronto on a bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on his bike. Also, like, I question that he was in the military. Because I think if you were in the military, you probably would have it sort of drummed out of you that being in the military isn't about killing people. Yeah, and also you would probably <laughs> say that like murdering, like killing people or murdering, well, Killing people is separate to murdering people. You know, in a war scenario. <laughs> oh, this is very deep. I think, you know, in a war scenario, there's at least your, your enemy combatants and whatnot. Yeah, I, I, look, what I, this person is saying is, I'm Judge Dredd, right? <laughs> yeah. Judge Dredd and Executioner. You've stolen my bike. I'm going to murder. Like that is full on. But this guy could only kill people in that war if they told him that they'd all were bike. Or he just psych oh. himself up. Yeah. You're like, just imagine ISIS has stolen your bike. Yeah. <laughs> um. What would you say? Priorities for this guy? Good? Bad? Oh, mixed? man. I think this guy's just finished watching Taken. <laughs> like, he responded that way because it was his kids. You can't. That's also like he, he obviously gets angrier the more he mm. writes it because he begins with. Well, he basically begins with a dollar, an offer of a dollar. That's his opening. That's his opening <laughs> offer. I'll buy my stolen bike back for a dollar. <laughs> for a dollar. And then he goes, actually, I'm going to maim you for life. And then yeah. he goes, return my bike. And I, he specifically says, return my bike to Jones and Jarrett and I won't kill you. And then he escalated to return my bike, no dollar, and I'll kill you. Final offer. <laughs> yeah, he's really bargaining. Uh, he's, it's almost like he's practicing bargaining in front of a mirror. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll murder you then. Yeah. No, I'm not, turning the, I'm not giving the bike back at this all. Is, this is real art of the deal stuff. This is incredible. Oh, amazing. Do you think it's Donald Trump? <laughs> Can you imagine him on a bike? Oh, I can't imagine. You know, he's a, he's a big germaphobe. I feel like he wouldn't he wouldn't ride a bike because he's too afraid of germs. I wonder how he's going shaking all these hands then. Oh, a lot of no. I don't know if he does shake hands because in, in <gasps> one of his books, what if he wears gloves and he's oh, all of these? Uh, <laughs> in, in one of in one of his books, he says, "I I never shake hands," and he and he says something like, "I wish, I, I wish we did the Japanese thing of just bowing." You know? I am trying to remember because I was at a Trump rally a couple of months ago and- on account of you being a. <laughs> Fascist, fascist. Yes. Okay. Um, and I got up close at the end because I wanted to you know, ask him a question because we're how, filming something. How close? How close were you to him? Oh, maybe three feet. Wow, not emotionally. Oh, very, oh, no, no, six feet, six feet, I'd say. So, no, no, but I mean, like, uh, you know, by this the is way, a stadium or by, something? No, this was in a barn in South Carolina. A barn? How many yeah. people were there at the Trump rally? Well, have we talked about this in the podcast? I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, there was like uh, 250, maybe 300. Oh, in a, in a big barn. I big... thought it was like I thought he got like th- tens of thousands. Of he people. did. This was just before the Iowa caucuses, right? Um, which, as you know, he he actually didn't win. Um, <gasps> so uh, there was a real kind of vibe about this was still kind of this was going to peter out. This was uh, going to be dealt still... with. This was going to be dealt with by you know Cruz or Rubio, whoever. No, I mean like you know this was going to be dealt with by say South Carolina, like oh, in, in in like I don't know. Yeah. It was probably like four weeks away or so. So it was more just a novelty. Right. A lot of people on dates. 
What? Yeah, a lot of people on dates. At this to the Trump rally? Yeah. Like ironic hipsters or... No, no, this was... Bef- Pro-Trump. This was pro-Trump people. Mm. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he was shaking hands. Ugh. Do you reckon Trump knows how to ride a bike? <laughs> I don't think... When would he have ever ridden a bike? As a kid? No, he's too busy making deals. Have you heard that In theory that he doesn't know how to use a computer? What? It's a, it's a really great article in Wired, and it basically kind of goes through all the evidence that we have that Donald Trump doesn't know how to use a computer. Oh, and it's all the papers on his desk. Yeah, like desk. how they print yeah. out stuff for it, like his yeah, yeah, yeah. search terms and stuff. I mean, yeah. he's like how old? He's like 75 or something, isn't he? 72 or something. 72, yeah. Yeah. How many 72-year-olds know how to use a computer? Yeah. A lot. My grandmother won't use an ATM, let alone a computer. <laughs> what? My, my, what? She will not. She goes into the bank. It is like the simplest machine in the world. It's not a, it's a, I think it's about <laughs> a fear of security and stuff. My grandmother doesn't, because she doesn't have fingers. This is, this is going to sound like a joke, but it's not. She doesn't have finger strength to press the ATM mm. buttons because they're hard. Yeah, they so are. So she, she, yeah. she gave it up a couple of years ago. And now if I'm going shopping with her, I'll go to the ATM for her. Oh, I wish we'd go to the bank. Sad. Nah, she's fine. Okay. <laughs> Okay, living a life. Yeah. So can it, I just cut short her gaming career? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she she you had to moved pick back. up the Starcraft mantle after her. <laughs> yeah, she moved back from Korea. It was that, that's the bigger tragedy, really. The she ATM was, stuff, whatever. She handed down the family absurd mouse or whatever the fuck it is you use. Oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, guess what? I um, put uh, some money on the result of the election. Which election? Mm. The Australian election. Uh huh. Um, and I put uh, about a hundred bucks on it being a hung parliament. Uh, which is paying, so paying out about 400 bucks. And uh, two days ago, it was going to be a hung parliament. And so I went out and bought a PlayStation. And now it's not. So uh, in, in many ways. What lesson have you learned from this? Uh, it should have been an Xbox, I guess. This is, this is the most, like, it's one thing to not count your chickens before they mm. hatch. Yeah. But, but you are doing that on not even like an investment that's going to come in. You're doing that on literally a bet that hasn't, the result hasn't come in yet. Like yeah, that is, yeah. No, I understand this. That is so <laughs> reckless, Benjamin. I understand this now. Um, what legal advice did your wife give you on this one, Jenko? <laughs> she wasn't... Well, what happened was <laughs> when we were in America, I bought an Apple Watch and she was like, that's the stupidest thing. I notice you're not wearing a watch now. This is the thing. So <laughs> she's not like, she's not like someone who's like, you know, weird about money or like he's like oh you shouldn't like she's not like the typical kind of stereotypical sitcom wife of mm-hmm. like oh you're spending too much on your do you think of video games do you compare all of the people in your life to <laughs> sitcom characters Ben I do because and, uh, which one are you I was raised by television <laughs> <laughs> um, but what she will do is whenever I be like I think we should buy a record player she'll just say Apple Watch and I will have to concede <laughs> that it is not on my body <laughs> so what happened to your Apple Watch it's a stupid thing <laughs> it's a stupid thing and I hate it so what, where is it now? Scuttle any chance of us getting uh, sponsorship. sponsorship. Um, is it in a drawer or something now? Yeah, every now and again I'll put it on. Like I sometimes wear it when I'm running. What? what, what Do you what? not know how to use it? No, What's I know how to use is it, it Beck. It's just not ready. <laughs> it's not ready yet. What's, what is not ready? Like they haven't worked it out. Oh. They, they've not got the watch technology. Have you not worked it out? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> does probably, it tell time? We'll probably cut. <clears> it does, well... It tells time for 24 hours and it dies. Oh, uh, not enough yeah. battery life. That's all you need is 24 hours of time and then you and then just put repeats. it on again. So, yeah. Like, yeah, just remember once what time was yeah, yesterday. Same time today. <laughs> exactly. Come on, guys. It's the same thing. It doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beck, do you have one for us? Yes. Roommate needed for relaxed household. Roommate needed. Rent shared equally. Storage of ice cubes in the freezer is not permitted. Red wine to be served chilled. Problem? Do not email me ever. <laughs> Looking for chill roommate who won't act like a big bitch when I tell him or her to kiss my pet snake before they leave for work in the morning. <laughs> okay, some ground rules. One, that Sierra missed in the fridge is prescription soda and you may not have any. Two, if I ring the triangle in the kitchen, it means you have to go to bed no matter what time it is. <laughs> Three, you may have friends over, but they have a 250 word limit. After that, they're not allowed to speak for the rest of their visit. <laughs> Edit. There has been some confusion about this rule. Yes, I will be keeping count. No, I don't know how to count, so you must be willing to teach me. <laughs> if you want to live with me, you can't be taller than me. And if you wear socks, you better not zap me with static electricity or you're gone. Got a bike? Good. Once a week, you're going to ride it in the street and let me sit on the handlebars. 350 a month, no utilities. If you do the dishes, I'll put a poisonous frog in your bed. <laughs> Roommate wanted for a relaxed household of young working professionals. 420 friendly, but don't you fucking dare say any other numbers in this house. (laughs) 
Wow. <clears throat> okay, so this is like a it, this is a fun joke. Yeah. And the the, the message if you look if you read between the lines, it's hey, we're, we're a bunch of wacky comedians. You come live with us. We're real funny, right? Well, three hundred and fifty dollars a month anywhere is absurdly cheap. That's oh. the real joke. <laughs> Rental market. Did, where was this? Uh, that was in New York. All right, that is absurd. Right. Okay. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's like less than hundred bucks a week. Yeah, Super and cheap. it's thirteen hundred feet. <laughs> What's the, how many feet is in a? I think ours was like four. Four hundred, four feet, four feet. Right. Okay. It was absurdly small. Or maybe our cat was just big. That <laughs> uh, was definitely big. Yeah. So, the, the, what I'm curious about with this sure. is is uh, what is a successful outcome for this ad? To get some yucks with your friends. You'd be like, look what I put online. It, the, I think so they're genuinely think, looking for someone. They are, yeah, they're yeah. genuinely looking for someone, but they're trying to. The, the they're trying to do it with goofs. Send. Yeah, they're trying to say, hey, aren't we crazy? They're, try, they're trying to get someone who follows Drill on Twitter. Yes, yeah, exactly. What they're trying to they're trying to get <laughs> Drill out of hiding, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, Hing. Mm-hmm. Enough time has passed, I think, mm-hmm. where I can ask you this question. We lived together for about two years, maybe uh-huh. three years. Mm-hmm. Two years. In whatever time it was, it was a sizable amount of time. Was I a good housemate? No. What? Ben. Shocking. <laughs> you were a terrible housemate. What do you mean? You would have. I. I can't believe you would even ask this. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm here for this. <laughs> this. This is like. No. Think about. Think. You, I. Yeah. Go on. I can't. Name one bad thing I did, except that time I got really drunk and threw glass around the house. That is, yeah. Okay, that's one time. Mm -hmm. Might I say that that time ended with you throwing glass into your own foot and then we us having to take you to hospital to get that glass taken out of the foot. That was once. You would leave mouldy cups in your bedroom and then would lock the door so he couldn't go in to get them so there'd just be mouldy cups, like 30 mouldy cups in your bedroom. That doesn't sound like something I'd do. But also, how does that impact... There were no cups left. No cups left. left. A shortage of cups, even though we had Mm. lots of cups. Mm. Becky, are you in a share house at the moment? I yes, I live with a flatmate. And how's that? It's I'm a wonderful housemate. I just can't believe you're deflecting from 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 my patented rant about. There's no moldy cups anywhere. I don't know. I think I was pretty great. There there is no evidence (laughs) that you were anything but a terrible housemate Mm. for several years. Mm. Can you give an example of your good housemate behaviour? Oh, g'day everybody! Let's play Mario Kart. That's fun. That's nice. We didn't need you to do that. No. That wasn't even your way. G'day, Hing. You look good. That's not a thing you ever said. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I was also a terrible housemate. I would often come home late from work and at like 2 a.m. set off the fire alarms because I would be... Uh, oh, because you were feeding yourself after a hard day's work. <laughs> yeah, I, look, oh. I, I had my own issues. I remember one time I got home at like 3 in the morning with our, our, our workmate Bob and we wanted to play Mario Kart and get drunk and we woke you up and you were very grumpy about that. So, you know, there are no heroes in this story. No. Yeah. Can I ask a question about this ad? Yeah. Even though it's a joke. Looking for a chill roommate who won't act like a big bitch when I tell him or her to kiss my pet snake before they leave for work. Mm. Does he mean the snake or the... Oh. (laughs) The snake leaves for work. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I thought thought you were asking, is it a literal or figurative snake? When you were saying that, were you imagining a snake in like a a hat and tie? Yes, I was. Like a a kind of like 40s traveling salesman? Yeah, Yeah, great. Mm. Just a salesman. Six. Hing, terrible housemate of your. Um. Yes. All right, let's round it up with this. This one is taken uh, from Craigslist. It's taken from Paso Robles. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to grab that back. (laughs) I can't believe I've been doing this podcast for like three or four years and I've and I've never smacked the paper out of your hand like that. It is so That was very satisfying. It's so satisfying. <laughs> this is taken from Paso Robles <laughs> and it's entitled Drunk Girl on My Lawn, Man for Woman. Oh no. There I was just yesterday. I can remember it so clearly. I woke up around 2 a.m. to take a nice leak when I noticed your squeaky giggle outside my window. I looked out of my window, half naked as an odd mix of shock, disgust, pity and blush. Washed over me. A bit of a poet here on our hands, I think. <laughs> Not only were you a stunning redhead, just a little shorter than me, with what looked a, uh, like a curtain and a drapery matching combo. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Brother. But, <laughs> but you were also taking a dump and piss on my lawn at the same time. <laughs> For that... Can the body do that? What do you mean? 
Yeah, of course. I don't think I've ever done a poop without doing a wee. No, but like at the exact same time. Oh, look, I, I, I don't know the... Because I know you can't wee and do a cum at the same time. I think that there's like a valve issue there. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sure we've discussed this on the podcast we before. We have not. I missed the wee and cum episode. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, boy. Yeah, you'd definitely be able to, I think. And pee at the same yeah, time. I think so. Well, th- well, this person says, for that, I've got to give you props. I don't think I've ever achieved that level of toilet mastery. Uh, okay. So maybe it is a rarity. I immediately came out to see if you were all right or needed a ride home, seeing as this town isn't exactly well suited for what I'm guessing to be an 18 to 21 year old drunk girl at two in the morning. But me coming out in a bathrobe and asking apparently scared you because you started running with a turd still sticking out of your ass and dove headfirst into my car, leaving a dent in it. <laughs> She sounds like an X-Men. The <laughs> <laughs> power is she has being in poop at the same time. I told you to hold on. <laughs> well, you know how there's always like a, a battle for the hearts and minds of the X-Men <laughs> between like Magneto and Professor X? Both of yeah. them are like, uh, I feel like you're more of a Magneto <laughs> mutant if you want it. <laughs> uh. I told you to hold on as I was going to shut off the car alarm and get you an ice pack, but I'm not sure if you heard. What I am sure of, though, is that you sat on the trunk of my car, smearing shit all over it, <laughs> took off your shoes, left your half smirn off bottle and ran like hell. <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't let a girl shit all <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't let a girl shit all over my things and put a dent in my car. Why you got to gender that, buddy? <laughs> yeah. God. But for you, I think we could work it out. You know where I live. That was posted five days ago. Drunk girl on my lawn, man for a woman in Paso That's Robles. actually weird. I know that's not true because that's the end of how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> weird. They just had like one R-rated episode. There are, it's, it's weird for someone to be describing someone taking a shit in their lawn and the person doing the describing is the villain. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I immediately would take his side, but he's just such a grosso. But I don't know. Like, Has the internet made me so woke that like I... Shoot, I, I'm, I'm being unfair on this man? What do you mean? Oh, like the curtain and curtain drapes. drapes yeah, that's not... enough to me. He's wearing a robe. Well, hang on. <laughs> hang on, Beck. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Mm. My, uh, my girlfriend, I'll put her on blast right now, she's always telling me she, she wants to get me a robe. Yeah. To like... So, so, oh, what a bitch. To hide your awful <laughs> and shameful dong. And Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I don't want to be a robe guy because I, mm. I, I think a guy Are who Are you a robe a... guy, Ben? No, I sometimes wear my wife's robe, though. Like it's a dressing gown. It's not a. It's like a fucking kimono. It's a dressing gown. No, this isn't. This isn't a, a gender issue. This is. A, this is a classic patriarchy stealing your wife's clothing issue. Really? Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> she can't even have her own robe without you coming along. Oh god, and hum loves robes. Oh uh. no. <laughs> no, I, I think. Uh, I think. Ro- I think robe guy. I think. Look, if you've got your own place, do whatever you want. But I think in a share house situation, wearing a robe is, you know, that's. But you- also, come on. This is a woman who's shitting. He's seen her shit and he's trying to hit on her. Yeah. Is there anything women can do to stop yeah, <laughs> Exactly. She's, she's literally shitting on his property. And, and he's like, hmm. Maybe she was stone cold sober and she was walking home. And then he came out and he was like, lady," And she was like, ah, fuck. And then like a Had skunk. Enough. Like. <laughs> tried to like. Yeah. It's possible. I, I mean. Ben, famously, you caught someone when speaking of us living together. Yeah, you caught someone weeing on our uh, on our yeah, front door. Yeah, we used door. to live next door to a pub, like or just down the road from a pub, and a lot of people would in an alleyway that was secluded, so a lot of people would wee in our alley. Uh. Yeah, people who got ejected from the pub mm. and they couldn't use the bathrooms mm. would wee in our alley. But I don't think I've ever seen anybody shit in public, which was weird because I spent a, a lot fair of... whack of time in New York. Mm. <laughs> um, but do, but but I guess what I'm saying is. I've never like I've seen a lot of people take a waz in public. Sure, it's I've never I've never walked away from that being like I want to know their story. You know, like yeah. it, it it is. Lin Manuel Miranda tells this person's story. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I just saw somebody shit on the subway. Oh, in the just like yeah. Oh. I, I'm sure that like this is a thing that New York comics say all the time because it's such an obvious thing. But there is a moment when you like when the subway turns up in like peak hour and there's like an empty carriage and you're like, fuck yeah. And you um. go in there and you're like, oh no, that's why. <laughs> oh you know how you have those moments every now and again where you feel like quite embarrassed because you didn't, you, it's something so obvious with the other sex that like 
you're like, oh, of course that's a thing. So like, I was talking to Anya about. Is this, you going to be talking about the size of eggs again? Oh no! <laughs> ben thought eggs were like the size of marbles, like women's ah, eggs. And I did they see were, that. And when, ba- when when babies were born, they were just little girls were just filled with <laughs> eggs. Ben thought they were egg sacks. <laughs> revealed on the look. Pop- we've actually pop- covered this. I think we've actually covered this. So if you want to go back and listen to the last episode with Tommy Daslow, it's on there. Even though I said at the time, I think you should cut this. It's on there. <laughs> I was like, I enjoy the subway. Uh, and I was having dinner with some friends uh, and I was like, I enjoy the subway. It's squishy. And it's like, but it's also uh, this like weird thing of human experience where there's just so many people. And a friend of Anya's was like, that sounds yeah, like it. Yeah. That's- you're a, you're a guy. Mm. Like, uh. like she was like, who here has been wanked at? And like, uh. everyone was like, like every, every woman was like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Public transport's one of the worst places to be a woman yeah. in general, not even the subway. Yeah. It's just every aspect of it. Yeah, Ugh. and do you think that's like just, it's because it's a shared space and... It's because you're forced to spend time with men. Ah, honestly. yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. that's not that's, complicated at all. It's, it's the men, yeah. It's that. <laughs> so you, uh... Ugh. Anyway, Ugh. this woman is a hero, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. this woman? No, I think that, um... <laughs> Also, you know um, that thing about like running around with half a turd sticking out of your butt? Yeah. My darling cat, Lofa, God mm. rest his soul. Mm. I, he might be dead. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we had to leave him in New York. I don't know. We'll put him in a bathroom in the river. Look, <laughs> he could be rescued. We, we don't know. The rest was up to him. Um, I love this cat. And I'll put up on, on, the, um, on the Facebook a picture of this cat just because I want more people to see this deeply wrong cat of mine. But... Um, he um, one time jumped upon the bed and we were like, good morning, buddy. And like the sun was streaming in and then he turned around and he had half a poo sticking out of his butt. Mm. And he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> cats meant to, they, they've, they've got a litter tray to poop into, don't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes, they get, sometimes things get stuck, mate. Oh. But for mine, it really felt like Lofa was just like, Ugh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Like half poo, he was like, mm. let's see what's happening somewhere else. This is boring. It's boring. <laughs> What's happening on the bed? <laughs> you know, it's, you know. I just realised that she, she takes off her shoes in this story, and then runs off into the night. This is truly a modern Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> wandering door to door. All I have is her shoes and her shit. <laughs> yeah. and, and, I, and I have yeah. All I have is her shoes and the DNA I extracted from my car. And the shape of poop. her head in, 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 my, my, in my car <laughs> in the dent. And he's driving That's, his car yeah. around to all the prettiest ladies. <laughs> Asking to see their poo to compare it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, what a note to end on. Mm. What a note to end on. The year, of the, the year of the Cinderella. My goodness. Beck Shaw, it's been an absolute pleasure. Do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? Oh, my God. Mm, I don't know. I probably do something at Giant Dwarf. Um, <clears throat> doesn't matter. Oh, but sometimes. what about your, your writing at SBS Comedy? If you want, yeah, if you want to I see do that. that. They could do Go that. Go to SBS Comedy. So you, got, you got a Twitter account as well, people? Maybe. Yep. <laughs> All right, let it be known. We try. We try. Snitch. It's, it's, it's a great account. Um, you got a book coming out. Mm. You want to plug that? Oh uh, yeah, it'll be out in time for Christmas. Uh-huh. Stocking stuffer. Ding dong. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> that was my Christmas noise. Uh, um, it'll Christmas be bells. yeah, yes, and my parody Twitter account, Nude Feminism Illustrated book thing. Great. That what has, is it? What is it? Nude Feminism. Mm-hmm. It has some of the greatest replies on the internet. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, it's a parody anti-feminism Twitter account, mm-hmm. and it's just a little book that someone's illustrated some of the tweets and stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. When's your book coming out? Uh, look, I haven't written it yet, and <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's going to be real, real good. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, going to be out for ding-dong time for Christmas. <laughs> Can I recommend stuff? doing a book where you don't have to write, where you've already written tweets and you just choose them? Yeah, that would be good. Mm. I'll try to pitch that for the checkout book. Um, yeah, when's your, when's your book coming yeah, when's out, your book? Time for Christmas, ding dong. <laughs> uh, takes me back to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got coming up, Jenko? The election show's over? Oh, yep, the election show's done. Mm-hmm. We're starting on the checkout in uh, two weeks' time. Mm-hmm. So what's going to be on the ABC in those two, in the, in the hiatus, in the interregnum? <laughs> Midsummer murders, probably, I think. Uh, some I shit. think what happens is, if there's like a programming gap... Mm-hmm. It just, it's just been some murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if somehow you lose That's the, the emergency broadcast. tape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've got that in, in the in the. I tower. love that episode where the chick shits on the guys. <laughs> 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 
Oh, man. And so you have a stand-up special Mm. being taped this coming Friday. No, no, it's not. It's August 5th. This coming Friday. (laughs) Stop. It's very important I fill this out. Uh, August 5th uh, at the Comedy Store in Sydney. It'd be really cool. Uh, A a lot of Freedom Good Home listeners have already got in touch and said they're coming. It'd be great to see They're lying. Why would you? Why are you doing this? They got in touch with me and said, "I just lied to him. I just told him a fib." Is um your girlfriend is hum going and? Look, she's not invited. She's a loose cannon. I don't like to bring her into safe spaces. To be honest. All right, that is it. Thank you for listening. Oh, and thank you if you if you if you sent in a thing. We we write the names down and we sometimes don't say them. So if you wrote a thing and you were like, "Hey, I sent that in. That was me. I'm really sorry. Mm. We appreciate it so much." You can get in contact with us through the email address contact at freedomagoodhomepodcast.com or through our uh, Facebook page or our Twitter FTAGH Pod. I think that's everything, right? Thanks for listening. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.